Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Nicola Riley, your online personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. Um, this week I have, we, it is absolutely freezing this week, we're having temperatures of like minus two and because we're so smart we are filming this online yoga retreat and we're filming it outside in all these beautiful locations and because of the time that we film it has been freezing. So um, yeah we've been start doing all the filming this week for the start of this online yoga retreat and yeah it's beautiful it's absolutely stunning but <laughs> Ben's got beanies on and jackets on Ellie's got her, her like double layer of jackets and I'm out there in a singlet doing yoga so <laughs> it's, it's awesome the uh, the videos look fantastic and I'm really really stoked with them and I really hope you enjoy the the incredible workouts that they are um, just feel for me because it's cold. <laughs> it's my wee pity party anyway. Um, this week I've been, it's almost my last week of cooking recipes for this recipe book. And we are, I've got 10 days to get them all done. And then I'm spending all of the next month of doing, putting the book together and then it will be ready for you. So I'm not quite sure how many recipes it is yet, but um, I gave myself a timeline. So I've tried to cook as many recipes as I possibly can to squeeze them into this book. And then it will be all ready to go ahead. Um, we've got some more really cool information in the online gym all about... Um, gut healing protocols and how to um, choose the right sort of foods for you so make sure you check out all the information in there under the blog or FDN blog part of the website and then I've got some really cool interviews lined up as well so looking forward to bringing those to you in the in the next wee while and I just wanted to say a really huge thank you to absolutely every single one of you that is tuning into my podcast. It is so cool. The numbers are just growing every single week exponentially. And it is blowing me away to see how many people are listening to me talk away here on my podcast. And it is really cool to have you tuning in. And so I would love to know your thoughts about the show, what you'd like me to improve on. Is there things that you think I could do better on? Positive and negative feedback is all good. I take it both of them um, well now. <laughs> and it just makes me create a show that you really want. So please do let me know what you want out of the show and I will do my very best to bring it to you. Also, if you've got any ideas of guest interviews, anybody that you think I should interview that you think would be a really great fit, doesn't have to be somebody in New Zealand, anybody all overseas. I'm interviewing somebody from India next week, which is good to get the timelines right. And um, yes, if you've got anyone that you think that you'd love for me to interview, you've got questions for them, please just let me know and I would love to bring them on the show if they are willing to so um other things that have been going on is i'm trying to think i've been doing lots of these um real foodie interviews again so if you've got somebody that you think would be awesome for me to interview for the real foodie interviews part of the website that'd be really cool too because 
I'm always trying to think of people so I would love your impact and your thoughts to help me grow this further and get it out to more people and so the more you get involved the more I'll be able to bring even more information so yeah get involved let me know what you think of the podcast and um, if you've got any interview ideas that would be awesome all the workouts in the online gym this week are flying through. So you've got power yoga, hits, sprints, interval training, everything for every fitness level. Lots of new workouts are going in there weekly. So um, yeah, check them out. And for those who are doing the weekly schedule with me, you're getting really close to that recovery week. We've booked ourselves into our little wee getaway again in Whangamata and I'm really looking forward to that not only because it's got a fireplace because we don't have a fire or we don't actually have any heating in this house because it's got it's quite a new house and it's double glazing and it's really little so we just close the windows up and it traps all the afternoon sun and it's really cool because we don't have um, high winter power bills but tell you what when we go to this we go to this batch with this gorgeous log fire it just gets cranked up, and I just love it. It's toasty yet warm, and I'm just soaking it all up, and so is Ellie. So really looking forward to just hanging out by the fire and reading some books and just chilling out. So that happens every kind of five weeks for us, trying to make it happen. And um, so that also means it's recovery week for you guys because I schedule it all in so we can all enjoy some downtime at the same time. And that is coming up really soon and it's flown by. I can't believe how quick that's gone. So make sure you do something to um, to appreciate, even if it's just, you know, a dinner out, take some time out, get some babysitters or going away with the family, whatever it is that you th- would love to do and that will just really fill your body up with energy and make you smile. Make sure you do that in this week because this is really important. Too often we, you know, we just run through life and we're constantly just doing things and doing things and just being busy. And so it's really important just to take moments. And I just find this every five weeks, taking time out just to chill out, reset and refocus. And it's just a really cool thing. So I encourage you to really do that, even if it is, like I said, only a dinner out or a massage or even just a bath doing something to pamper yourself and to just slow down and appreciate what you've been what you've done over the last five weeks and then reset your goals so this week I'm going to be talking all about candida and what what it is and um, what it means and how to heal it and this is something that I've personally been through and um, it used to keep me up at night like my my ears would just be incredibly um on fire just itchy ears um and just my skin and everything so it's something that I have dealt with and I know how terrible it is and how frustrating it is and so there's lots of different schools of thought out there on candida and what it is and what you need to be doing and there's different diets and everything And what I kind of might talk about might be slightly different to that. And this is kind of my thoughts on the whole um, candida um, issue. And basically, a lot of people talk about candida overgrowth. And candida, we need to kill candida off. 
thing to understand that candida is 45 to 60% of your GI tract contains candida and this is part of your body. It's there for symbiotic reasons. It's your goal is to bring that into balance and understand the way that the body works and understand why it has gotten overgrown. Candida is often a sign of something else that's going on in the body. Usually it's a sign of like an immune dysfunction. It could be a sign of leaky gut. It could be a sign of like dysbiosis in the gut caused by food intolerances, toxins, um, medicine, uh, pills and uh, antibiotics and medicines. So if you were to look at the diets for candida, most of them say that you should cut out all carbs and starve the candida off. But our bodies require carbs and sugar and your thyroid requires carbs and sugar to function. And I myself, and I know um, plenty of other who go on like a low carb, low sugar diet to starve off the candida, and unfortunately what this then happens is that you end up being very fatigued, you end up being very tired, flat, moody, because you, your brain and your body's not getting the carbs and the sugar that it needs, your thyroid's not getting the carbs and sugar that it needs, and then you're just starting to feel very flat and um, not yourself. And so when you follow this sort of diet, it can affect other functions in your body. Candida does feed on sugar, so this is what they eat to, to stabilize themselves and to keep themselves healthy. But the more you starve candida, the more pissed off that they get, and the more they're going to find other places to grow. They're going to get stronger. They're going to find other channels to grow in your body. And this is where most people are eating like modern processed foods, and they're eating foods that... Um, aren't the right foods and they're uh, like not anti-inflammatory foods so starting starving candida going on a low carb low sugar diet can increase your cortisol and can um, it then cause more fatigue and stress on the body so sugar is not necessarily the root cause of the candida growth it is something else that's going on the candida growth is a symptom and it is there for um, there's often something else that's going on. So the right sugar in your body can keep the candida happy and the right sugar can also support your immune system and the right sort of sugar can support your thyroid, support your adrenals and help um, bring candida down without making it angry and without causing the candida to go off into other places to search for more food. So cortisol, which helps regulate SIG-IGA, which is an immune response in the gut, if cortisol is high, it can down-regulate SIG-A production. And if we decrease SIG-A production, we're creating an environment for candida to overgrow. And so this is often what happens when you go on the low-carb, the low-sugar diet, and you're trying to starve off the candida, but then you're getting that really exhausted sort of state. The other thing to understand is that candida emits um, toxins and ethanol. So anytime your thyroid is deficient and your antibodies aren't working, this is when you don't have the antibodies to work correctly to get your candida overgrowth in, um, in order and the candida gets really annoyed and starts to get pissed off and angry. And this is where you can, like you might starve off the candida for 
for a week or two weeks or a month but then when you do introduce something this is when it just gets really angry and goes into overdrive and so candida produces um things like aldehyde and this causes the cells in the small intestine to shrink and this is where you can get like bacterial overgrowth leaky gut and an overstressed immune system and this is often where the it can lead to the leaky gut and when you get these toxins leaking into your bloodstream this is when you can get like an over um, stressed liver you can get high levels of oxidative stress and high levels of toxin in your bloodstream as well so basically you're just feeling really rubbish and this is where candida then can come out through the skin Um, we need to make sure that there's a way for your body to um heal the gut and keep the candida at um at health, healthy levels so we're wanting to make sure that number one you're creating a really healthy gut environment so when candida is overgrown this shrinks the cells in your small intestine and this is where it causes the candida overgrowth so this is the whole leaky gut symptoms so when your gut lining is stressed and the cells are shrinking in your small intestine, this is creating a beautiful environment for candida to overgrow. And this is just making a whole lot of matters worse. So to keep the candida happy, anytime we get stressed or we piss off the... Piss, <laughs> annoy, I'll stop saying that, pissed off. We need to think of why we're causing the, the layers of the small intestine to shrink, why we're causing this leaky gut and this candida overgrowth with the food. Um, or it could be through um, other, other things that are coming into your body. So why are we aggravating our gut lining? What's happening that's causing this our gut lining to be stressed, which is causing the candida to overgrow? And what is it that we can do to, to help heal the gut, to bring down this dysfunction and to bring the candida into a healthy symbiotic relationship with our body? So a lot of people think that candida feeds on just sugar and just sugar is the problem and just carbs is the problem. So this is where they go and this is where a lot of those the candida um, diets out there are saying just cut out the sugar, cut out the food. But candida also feeds on an estrogen dominant environment. It also feeds on a high cortisol environment. also feeds on an environment where... Um, the gut's not able to metabolize foods correctly. It feeds on junk food. It also feeds on an overburnt out liver with the toxins being re- um, released. It also feeds on not regular um, blood sugar levels, endotoxins, and all of these things can cause candida to overgrowth. Candida feeds on high estrogen as well. So this is something that I said and just want to repeat again because we are constantly creating... Um, estrogen is in so much of our foods and so if you're constantly adding more estrogen to your body this is also going to be causing more candida growth so if you are say you're just cutting out sugar but you're not focusing on reducing the estrogen or you're not bringing your adrenal balance into adrenals back into balance and you're having some sort of pregnenolone steal happening which is causing high estrogen levels this again can be causing a, a candida overgrowth so by improving your metabolism and learning to understand is your body breaking down fats properly, proteins properly, carbs properly, learning to understand what foods work for your body personally, then improving your immune system 
improving your gut function and improving your digestive system and bringing down inflammation, all these things are going to help to bring candida back into that beautiful symbiotic relationships. Supplements can work for candida, but also you have to get the whole environment right and getting your food right is the key. So making sure that you're getting really good quality food frequency happening through good food sources, you're getting regular meals so that you are... um, Remember, if candida gets angry and starved, it's going to go off into other pathways and it's going to spread and get stronger and tougher by um, finding other sources in your body to, to feed off and it's going to adapt and to grow into those sources. So you just want to constantly be keeping it um, in bay and this is where you're getting a really good balance of your fat, proteins and carbs. All of them are low anti-inflammatory and will help control the candida from getting overgrown. And if you do have candida, you also want to make sure that you are avoiding um, the like trans fat oils, so your vegetable oils. You want to make sure that you're avoiding um, a whole like extra estrogens in your body, all the processed foods, junk food, um, white sugar products, white flour products. Anything from packets containing all of your preservatives and additives, avoiding all those kind of things and making sure that you're eating a really clean, nutrient-dense diet. Then you want to be um, making sure that you're increasing the amount of anti-inflammatory proteins that you're consuming. You want to be increasing the amount of good quality carbs you're consuming. And this is where a lot of the diets will say to not eat fruit or to not eat carbohydrates. But in my experience, those, those things, when you're eating the right type and low sugar, can provide your body with enough energy and can provide your body with enough fuel source to be able to Um, keep things happy but also help to heal the gut as well because if you're not providing your body with the carbs and the good quality um, like good quality sugars from your fruits so it's low sugar I'm not saying sugar is um, I talked about this all in the last podcast as well so talking about getting the right types of carbs and sugars into your diet so that you can then provide your bodies with the vitamins and the minerals because If we go completely low carb, no sugar, no fruit, then you are also missing out on some incredible vitamins and minerals that help heal the gut, support the thyroid. And so you do need to make sure that you are getting some of them in there. And it's also about making sure you're getting some really good quality oils and fats in as well as the proteins. So increasing your coconut oil. So this is really fantastic for you. Um, It's antihistamine, it's anti-inflammatory, it helps regulate your blood sugar and incredible for your body. So this is um, just kind of an overview, a different sort of way to look at candida. It might go completely against what you might have um, heard about in the past or read or if you've got problems with it, you know, going on just into Dr. Google and there's lots of different (laughs) ways out there and that was me um, I don't know, what, five years ago, just sort of trying out all these different things and just going, um, none of them really worked until I got to the root cause of what was happening, healed the gut, understanding like the whole body works as an entire system. We can, we're a system of systems, so just treating candida by starving off the sugar isn't treating why the candida is there in the first place. You need to understand 
um, what is it that's going on in your body that could be causing this candida to overgrow and this candida to thrive and then your goal is to bring that back into balance and we all have candida in us but it's about finding that beautiful symbiotic relationship in our bodies where it's not taking over and where it's doing what it's designed there to do but it's not um, thriving and taking over and giving you uh, all sorts of other problems so getting to the root cause healing your body healing your digestive system healing your gut is what's going to help bring your candida at bay and this doesn't happen overnight because candida is a symptom so in order to heal that symptom you need to heal your gut and that could take um, it could take a few weeks, it could take a few months, it could take a couple of years. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that's completely dependent on how severe it is in your body. And definitely you'll bring symptoms down quickly. But the, to get completely rid of it will take time. And it's about just taking your time and doing it right instead of just sort of starving it off and then making you angry again and that tends to be what happens when we end up taking um, quick fixes for things and yeah so this is just my whole um, philosophy around it and my experience with it and so you can take it with a grain of salt just like everything that I sort of talk about take all, all the advice and that you get from all the different aspects in your life because everybody's got advice and everybody's got opinions and there's different methods for everything (laughs) and the best thing you can do is not think that um, that method's completely wrong because those the methods out there that are out there have worked for most probably thousands of people and I am not saying that they're wrong I'm just saying that this is my experience with it and what I personally believe is something what do I believe <laughs> this is something that I think is the best best route to go on so um yeah take the advice and the advice in the um I mean take the advice and the intention that it is given everybody gives advice on all sorts of things and most often that advice is coming from the best intention and with a heart of concern and that's what I always say to people is that all you do is you listen take advice from people that give you advice and then you take what you think is the right message and you can agree with that person you can disagree with that person you could agree with half of what they say and half of what somebody else says but then always just bring it back into something that works for you start to understand your body gather more information more resources more tools And then start to delve in and create the health and the body that you want from all the educational sources that you um, are using to learn. And this is how you get to understand your body, how you can then go out and just learn more and soak up more and more information. And that's one big thing that um, I try and put across is that uh, there's no right way or wrong way. There's always a right way and a right way. But it's what parts of that way are you going to take a hold and use that use for you and use for your body. And it's always about just what feels right and what is, um, you know, if you've tried 
um, low, like the low carb, low sugar, and you've still got candida problems, well now maybe it's time to try this, see if this works, and see if you can um, yeah, get to the root cause of exactly what's happening in your body. And I guess this is what's so cool about the whole FDN testing that I've done, is that when I was going round and round, trying all the different things, it wasn't kind of understanding my whole body as a complete whole and understanding why the candida was there in the first place. But when you get those test results and you see exactly what's going on in your gut, you see um, all the different levels, you see what's elevated, what's not elevated, you see your um, aerobic bacteria, anaerobic bacteria, you see the um, how well your SIG IGA is working, you see these in black and white, exactly what's going on in your body, then you're able to go, ah, right so this is a very clear thought this is what I need to do and this is just understanding how the whole body works as an entire unit and it's kind of like just putting the pieces of the puzzle together because um, when you are just chasing those symptoms and going round and round circles and trying to choose just um, one diet for candida it's then it's not understanding well maybe this diet's not going to be supporting my thyroid not going to be supporting my gut health and so it's just understanding everything and taking it all in and then seeing what works for your body so that there is a whole big spiel all about candida and my wee experience with it and my thoughts and so I hope that that all made sense. Sometimes I think that I just ramble and go round and round in circles. So I hope that I gave you some nice, clear information about Candida. If I didn't, if I didn't, sorry, please let me know, and I will try and make it clear. But um, if you have got absolutely any questions at all about that, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me because I know how incredibly frustrating it is. Um, I've been through it. I put up with it for maybe seven years. Um, it was showing up on my face. It was showing up my ears and all the other areas that the beautiful thing shows up in. So it is something that is incredibly frustrating. So please just get in touch if you've got any questions about it and I am more than happy to be able to help you out and steer you in the right direction. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is all about why you gain weight, why do you put on weight and why is it um, something that's incredibly so, like, so frustrating for people. So everyone seems to think that weight gain is simply just eating too much food and the more and more I deal with clients, the more and more I talk to people, the more and more I understand that often being overweight if often the overweight person is eating just as much as the lean person or the person who is incredibly thin and often the reason you're gaining weight is more about an underlying issue that's holding you back and it's an underlying issue that can be to do with your metabolism your metabolic system and there's something going on that's affecting your body in the way that your body is able to lose weight and often we think of people who are overweight as simply as overweight because they're eating far too much food. And often this is quite the opposite. And somebody who's overweight is actually somebody who's restricting calories. They're trying to do cardio. They're trying to lean out. They're trying to do every single thing right. They're eating lean foods. They're doing everything right. They've been on Weight Watchers. They've they've tried. They watch Biggest Loser and they do all these things that all these things are telling them but they can't seem to lose the weight. And here's the thing to understand. There are so many different processes involved when it comes to weight gain and weight loss. 
And it has to start with making sure that you're eating foods that are right for your body. You're eating foods that are providing your body with the right fuel sources. You're eating foods that don't cause inflammation or irritation. You're constantly making sure that you're stabilizing your blood sugars, keeping your body happy so that, remember, if you get unstable blood sugar levels, this is going to spike your cortisol levels, cause a stress response in your body. A stress response in your body means your body's not able to burn body fat. So making sure that you're getting a constant fuel source, keeping your body and your blood sugar levels happy, and this can, and making sure that you're eating foods that aren't causing any sort of inflammation. If you are eating foods that are causing bloating, um, upset gut, any sort of inflammation, and the inflammation could be something that you don't even notice, it could be joint pain, but foods that aren't right for you can cause um, inflammation in your body, and it can cause you to hold weight or even gain weight overnight. For example, if I was to have, when I'm eating an autoimmune Um, diet that's really healing and really um, natural for my body and then if I introduced a food that's not right for me I can instantly bloat up and feel weight sitting on me I don't use the scales but when I used to I could put up to eight eight hundred grams eight hundred grams yeah that's right (laughs) and one k like even a kg overnight sometimes even more and this is just all water weight inflammation happening in my body this isn't body fat overnight this is a stress response going on my body so this is where it comes down to really understanding what works for your body using food as a tool to provide your body with energy to reduce inflammation to reduce water tension to remove bloating and just to provide your body with real energy the more you continue to eat foods that cause inflammation day in and day out night after night and you combine that with high stress levels lack of sleep this is where you start to put on weight and you start to cause um like your energy starts to change your joints starts to change your hormones start to change and this is where the weight gain begins to happen and so if you choose the right foods for your body and you learn to listen to it and fuel it correctly and you begin to lose weight this is when you start to get the results that you're after it's when you start to improve your metabolic system and your metabolism and your body's able to burn body fat as fuel and you're able to let go of that weight but if you're constantly stressing your body out through your food choices through the wrong exercise through lack of sleep and stress this is where your body just holds on so it doesn't matter if you're counting the calories and you're doing the cardio if your food's not right and your gut health isn't right your body won't be able to let go of the weight so you need to choose foods that are right for your body and learn how to listen to it and fuel it so that you're able to provide it with stable blood sugar levels you're able to provide it with the right energy and this is when you'll start to get the results then when you combine that with the right sort of exercise so this isn't about out exercising and burning calories it's about doing exercise that gets the right response in your hormones about boosting metabolism boosting energy building strength in your muscles and this is when you're going to be able to get the results that you want the other problem women have I'm talking to women here mainly but also men as well is that women have this um, need to rush around all day and that's a, a need in terms of yes they have to because they've got lots to do but they've also got this um this 
thought process that they need to be busy as well and that they need to be doing so many things and they need to be creating and dominating the world (laughs) and all this rushing around in our heads even if you are busy and you do have to do lots of things all of this rushing around um, and then forgetting to eat and then going and doing all these other things all of this creates stress and turns your blood sugar levels all over the show and this then creates an increase in cortisol an increase in stress response can cause stress um, with your gut health if if you're then reaching for the wrong foods and all of these things spiral into massive cravings massive blood sugar swings energy crashes and this is when your body starts to again put on the weight hold the weight or you're not able to lose weight even if you were to be eating very little amounts of food so the goal is when you're starting wanting to lose weight you need to learn how to eat healthy nutrient dense foods and you learn need to learn how to listen to your body and understand what foods your body does really well off so instead of feeding crashings and cravings and feeding reaching for something on the go you need to start to think about what does my body need and then when you start to have days when you've got really consistent energy you're able to stabilize those blood sugar levels and you're able to exercise correctly this is when you're going to start to get that energy in your day vitality bouncing your step and this is when you're going to start to feel good so the goal is to stop thinking just about calories stop thinking that you need to out exercise the bad diet and you and trying to chase the calories of that last muffin that you just ate when you turn up to a supermarket fill your trolley up with the one ingredient foods so that means avoiding foods that are packaged and processed and then you start to make the food yourself. So you're getting rid of all of these additives and preservatives, which create load on your liver. If your liver's stressed, again, you're getting that stress response and your body's not able to burn body fat. So you need to make sure that you're eating foods that are real and, and natural and clean and providing your body with as much nutrition as possible and foods that are right for you personally. So cutting out the gluten. Cutting out the dairy initially for 30 days, checking whether or not you can tolerate it. Making sure that you've got loads of vegetables, colourful foods, proteins, good quality fats. And then start to slow down first. Get your food right and slow down. Then more exercise isn't necessarily better than um, less exercise. Did I say that right? So more necessarily isn't isn't better. More isn't better is what I mean. So when you, a lot of women think that they need to just keep running and running and running and doing more and more and more. And it's often doing less is better. But don't take that the other way if you're somebody who does do not much and think that you're doing the right thing. So there's a balancing act and it's often down the middle that's going to get you the best results. And it's doing things like walking lots. And so if you're just starting out and you've been struggling to lose the weight, then start with your food. Get your food right. Get that perfect. Um, Find out what foods work for you. Find out your metabolic type. Find out foods that are low anti-inflammatory for you. And then start to 
move more at a low intensity because if you are busy being busy and busy then you need to slow down and just walking is nice and simple it's not too hard and then you can start to get more walking into your life then add in um, like hit training short training this sort of training only takes a couple of minutes and you can have this done and you can do it in your living room it's going to boost your metabolism it's going to use your muscles it's going to make you feel incredible and it's going to help you get the results so it doesn't have to be 30 40 even an hour's worth of exercise it could be 12 15 minutes and then you want to make sure that you're lifting weights and and a couple of times a week really get your heart rate up through sprinting or through um, biking or stairs just really get that heart rate right up and this is when you're going to create the right environment for you to be burning body fat to be boosting metabolism to get you feeling really good and when you combine that with the right foods this is when your body's going to start to lose the weight. So it's not just about the calories in, calories out. It's about creating the right hormonal environment. It's about de-stressing stress levels. It's about eating low anti-inflammatory foods and getting foods that work for you and create amazing energy for you. So if you've got any questions about that, please make sure that you get in touch. All that sort of information is in the online gym. That's what it's all built around is helping you Get in the best shape of your life, helping you find real health from the inside out, learning the foods that work for you. You could do all the questionnaires that are in there, find out your metabolic type, find out how well your digestion's working, your detoxification pathways, are, you, are your stress levels too high, and just finding out all about you so you can start to make really smart choices as to what is the right foods for your body. So get on in there, and if you haven't already, make sure you sign up to my newsletter and be part of the Forever Fit community and get weekly updates of everything that's been going on. Otherwise, tune in next week where I help you create your best body and help you get in the best shape of your life. See you soon. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own health care decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified health care professional.